<laughs> it feels weird to start without Sarah for some reason. It does. I don't know why. It feels better. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sarah. Welcome to Screen on the Spot. Sarah's not here, unfortunately. Yay! Sorry, Sarah. No, I'm just kidding. That's amazing. A scheduling snafu we had this yes. week. Yes. But that's okay. We have Nathan in. Went to the B team. (laughs) (laughs) Who can can we get? Yeah. Uh, Always happy to be here. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No Sarah today. So if you like Sarah, I guess you can turn it off. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But we got a lot to talk about. I'm going to start with Comic-Con stuff because uh, I don't think you guys are going to care near as much about most of this. (laughs) And I know Sarah would a little bit. So I'm sad Sarah's not here for a lot of this because obviously there's a lot of Marvel stuff. But... uh, I don't know if you guys are big Jane Silent Bob fans, but there was mm-hmm. a trailer for the Jane Silent Bob reboot. There was certainly a time in my life yeah. that I was m- much younger than I am now. Uh, sure, but this is a—it's uh, a big deal. It's a big yeah. deal. I have a lot. I still have a lot of nostalgia, and I rewatched Dogma not long ago and still loved it. But boy, does the reboot not look great! <laughs> <laughs> like it look it, like it looks fun, but a lot of the joke—I never laughed at any of the jokes in the trailer. A lot of them just felt weak, even. But and a lot of that is uh, maybe it's the editing in the trailer because it, it is be. very it, it, yeah it's not hitting the jokes the way it should be hitting the jokes. Yeah. Maybe they're doing the opposite of what a lot of movies do, and a lot of movies give away all the <laughs> That's jokes. That's true. The trailers, the... So maybe they're like, oh, let's not make it. <laughs> yeah, funny, maybe. And then it'll be really funny. Getting the filler out now, yeah. and they really highlight all the cameos. Tons of cameos in this movie. Jason Lee's back. Jason love Jason. Ben Lee. Affleck's back. Ben Affleck's back. Matt, Matt Damon's, Damon's back. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was kind of cool. But he's bringing he's doing like a tour with it and coming to Kansas City. Screenland armor completely sold out by the way oh wow, wow. really yeah, like i went and this is like november right? yeah so like wow. the day the day it was out got sold out even i because i went because i was like i would love to to go to this because he's doing like the movie and a q a mm-hmm. the general admission which were 50 bucks each so it's already mm-hmm. kind of pricey completely sold out the only ones that were available were like 250 bucks for vip stuff which i can't like i like sure, kevin yeah. smith i would love to hear him talk and stuff i cannot swing 250 bucks is this yeah. his first film uh post uh heart attack yes yeah it is wow wow which is like i guess why he wanted to do it he said it was like you know sure yeah yeah Yeah. am i the only one that actually at the time i like to give it a rewatch but i actually kind of liked red state Oh, I liked Red State. Okay. Yeah, good. no, I did. Okay. Do you, did you I've ever never see that? Seen, no, I've never seen it, but there were a lot of positive things because it was like the first out of his yeah. view of Skew Universe, yeah. if that means anything to anybody oh, it listening. Does to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this room, two yeah. out of three. I, know, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I did like, like Red That's State. why I gave it a chance because I love horror films. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I was excited about Tusk. And Yo, then yeah, did I not forgot like about Tusk. that movie. Although I will say, like, the first, like, half of tusk i remember thinking this isn't bad and like the filmmaking is pretty good there's a lot of tension here mm-hmm. and then it goes off the rails <laughs> and don't know what happened johnny depp comes in and is mm-hmm. weird and the it it looks like a human centipede but uh right. yeah. with a walrus right. well that's exactly what it is yeah. you know but like it gets even weirder from then because like johnny depp's character is so strange anyways and then yoga hosers <laughs> <laughs> But he brought back his daughter, Harley brought, Quinn Smith, for, yeah. for the Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, who, who was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but we'll get to that. Oh, one. yeah. Um, other trailers, uh, there were TV show trailers like Westworld and Watchmen, which I actually think Watchmen looks great. I do, too. I'm interested in Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, th- that was summer 08. I had, had read the graphic novel because I was yeah. unfamiliar with it because the film had been announced or there was a lot of just press kind of buzz and then a big letdown from Zack Snyder. <laughs> I mean, that maybe one man's opinion. Sure. Uh, yeah. There are things I like about it, and I have watched it many times since it's been released, but it, it's a rough watch, and it's so long, and it's very... 
I don't know. And it's Zack funny Snyder. because last year it was appearing in theaters a lot again. Yeah. As, and it was on Netflix for a while, but like I don't know if it was because it was like 10th anniversary, but they're like, no, here's the director's cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to me, I, I was like, is this, I mean, maybe I'm missing something, uh-huh. but it came back for a reason. And yeah. I tried to rewatch it and still couldn't do there, it. There's a big fan base for it. Yeah. And I, uh, I kind of like it, but I have a lot of problems with it. And Gretchen likes it. Do you know why? Because the blue guy with a big uh, D. Oh, Pat, yeah. <laughs> Billy Crudup, Doctor yeah. Manhattan, yeah, yeah. yeah. B- Billy Crudup. Oh, yeah. He was in he was in Spotlight, and she's like, "Oh, that guy." I was like, uh, "Do you even know who this is?" She's like, "Yeah, the blue guy." I'm like, "Okay, the blue guy." Yeah, yeah there you go. But the, no, this uh, the the new I I watched the new trailer. Yeah, uh, and of course, like when Game of Thrones was on, that's like what they were really playing up before oh, yeah. Game of Thrones. And I was like, "Okay, this looks better than what I." Thought it same, be. yeah. Uh, did you see though that the director had beef with Alan Moore? But yeah, everybody, and I'll say this: this is not my wheelhouse. Everybody has beef with Alan Moore. Yeah, he is, yeah. He is a uh, an instigator mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, There's he, more, I guess, him having beef with. Yeah. He but, yeah. he's been like very mm-hmm. against like every adaptation of any of his work yeah. and stuff. Like he was against the movie and mm-hmm. just all this stuff. But the but David uh, David Lindelof. Who, who did, uh, uh, did the show? But he did like Lost and, and the Leftovers. Mm-hmm. The Leftovers, near and dear yeah. my heart. Leftovers. Yeah. He he, uh, you know, was like, let's that's, that's. He's like, that's okay, you know, yeah. whatever. But he <laughs> so there's a lot. There is beef, but I think it's more of like a they expected Alan Moore to have sure. problems, but mm-hmm. but the show looks great. Wouldn't you want your stuff to like get out there and be shown to the world? If you, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, he's. I imagine I view it as like. He it's it's like an ownership thing maybe like it's his stuff he's one mm-hmm. of those artists he's an artist he's I'm speaking you know, way out of turn because I do not I, I I don't know much about the guy but he has done graphic novels in particular yeah. for a very long time mm-hmm. and I just don't think he I think he feels like that's the medium it should be belonging in yeah mm-hmm. but yeah you know whatever yeah. artists artists <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was like the Snowpiercer series which I. Think look better than I expected, also, but I, I probably won't watch it still because it's like TBS movie, or TNT. Mm-hmm. The movie's still streaming, and I need to get around to it. Six years later, I still need to get around to it. I know, I, I love the yeah. movie. Where is it streaming at? Netflix right now. Oh yeah. boy. Something uh, to watch tonight. <laughs> Star Trek Picard and The Witcher uh, series, but also uh, Top Gun. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, if you guys are Top Gun fans. <laughs> mm. Which I'm not really a Top Gun yeah. fan, yeah. you know, and I know that there a lot of people love that movie. It got re-released a few years ago uh, when I worked at AMC, even, mm-hmm. and even then I was like, I, I dig the soundtrack, but that's yeah. about it. Highway to the Danger Zone, that's yeah. about it for me. Kenny Loggins, we'll have to uh, flashback. I need to retroactively add it to my Never Seen list. My, oh, really? My shame oh, that, list I don't know, I thought seen. you did mention it. Maybe. Did I mention Top maybe. Gun? Okay, I'll go back and listen. Can we but just I, have like a shame button? <laughs> <laughs> no. Shame. Edit it in later. Yeah. Honestly, like <laughs> I have seen it and I didn't love it. So it's it's I'm not gonna who cares if you haven't seen I it. I don't remember a thing about it. I but. I remember shirtless volleyball, I remember danger zone, uh-huh. and I remember airplanes. And uh what's his name from ER? Besides Tom Cruise. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, oh my goodness. And I'm blanking on his name, he's in Zodiac. But it's yeah. uh this, is it Anthony something? It, it, yes, Anthony Anderson. No, it's Anthony Anderson. <laughs> it, it is not Anthony Michael Hall. No, that's not It was the other third that's famous gonna, Anthony. That's going to kill me. But this anyways, is brutal. ER. Yeah. We're going to get people <laughs> screaming They're, at their devices so right now. But he was at Zodiac. He was at ER. Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know that guy. Yeah. Um, now, because Bald. we can't go, we cannot go a week without mentioning him. Is Miles Teller in this yeah, also? Miles Teller plays Goose's son. <laughs> what? He is Goose's son in this. Uh yeah, so Miles Teller is in it also. So Jennifer that, Connelly's in it. Jeez. I mean, the trailer, it was a fine trailer. Mm. It doesn't the movie doesn't look bad, but because I don't have any kind of nostalgic affinity for the first one, I, it's like it's hard to get excited, I mm-hmm. guess. That's a weird one to But Tom Cruise is 
you know Anthony Edwards. Anthony, Anthony Edwards. I love, dude. You are tab dancing so great yeah. for me. I'm just over here. <laughs> how many? Rolling Anthony, on my how phone. many Anthony's yeah. are famous? Well, I searched Zodiac and it gave me the astrological signs. I'm like, no, the film. <laughs> the film. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't really even know what the story is, which I know it's uh, just a teaser and it doesn't yeah, very next vague year, from what I saw in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, I guess that was it for. Tra- well, they they did this little Walking Dead teaser because we knew they were doing Walking Dead movies with Rick Grimes, but I guess. Uh, they're actually going to come to theaters. That was kind of the big announcement for it. Was I've never seen a, a frame of The Walking well, Dead. The, um, why is it still a thing? I, I, I like I'm confused because people are still watching it. Well, well I'm shocked because I watched the first season and I was really intrigued because Frank Darabont. Yeah. And then after that, then he went away from the show. Correct. Yeah. And then I've heard from like I've obviously seen in pop culture so many things. The guy with the uh, or the bat wrapped in wire, or whatever. Yeah. Like I understand certain things but i don't understand why it's gone on this long and i'm shocked there's still like a fan base well not only it. not only has that series gone because they're about to do season 10 but wow. fear the walking dead has been on and they're they're doing another spinoff man series so that's what's crazy to me is like how much of it there is and then there's going to be these movies which we previously thought was going to be just on amc but now they're going to be in theaters mm-hmm. it's it's crazy I know a lot of diehard fans who stopped watching after because, like, I stopped watching after season five. I think I finished five and mm-hmm. then stopped because five was really rough and I the stupid cliffhanger that five had, and then I just lost interest. And so, true. you know, I mean, I can work in a segue here. Speaking of zombies, or is that too soon? Too soon. Okay, we're not there. We're not there. <laughs> it's, yet. A, it's a teaser. We're not it's there a teaser. Yet. Uh, okay. Uh, the other, <laughs> another thing, Edward Furlong is going to be. It, they confirmed he is returning as John Connor in the new yeah, Terminator film, yeah. which people have been wondering because the trailer doesn't mention him, and obviously the Terminators are trying to kill someone else now. So everybody's been wondering, you know, where's John Connor? Mm-hmm. Which I think a lot of the big theory was like maybe he dies, you know, maybe he's killed off or whatever. But now they're saying he is returning, which I'm kind of bummed. Like, why wouldn't you just save? Like, how cool would that have been to go see the new Terminator oh, and yeah. see Edward Furlong right. in, a, in a very uh, spoiler-heavy society that we live in? Right. That would be yeah. a very cool surprise. Well, especially because the last Terminator, which had its fair share of problems, there was a lot of controversy from the director even because they revealed in the trailer that John Connor was a Terminator of mm-hmm. some sort, and he was upset they spoiled that because that would have been a good surprise mm-hmm. in the movie too. So it's just a weird that they ended up doing something like that again yeah. already, you know, but I don't know. Maybe they're not, maybe they're just trying desperate for some, uh, more attention for it. Cause there hasn't been a good Terminator in so long. You know, I, I don't want to go off on a rant about spoilers. It's <laughs> left here, but I'm kind of surprised. Yes. I, I think that there are, it's easily accessible for spoilers. I'm shocked that, and maybe it's just that like I, I saw Endgame. But mm-hmm. I still have not seen something that literally, for me, gives away the ending to where, like, Gretchen hasn't watched Endgame. Uh-huh. And I'm glad that there hasn't been. I mean, yes, they gave that warning in, uh, for the Spider-Man uh, trailer, for, oh, which yeah. is great that they were like, hey, if you haven't seen it, don't watch this yet. Um, but I'm kind of shocked that, like, that spoiler is kind of, in my opinion, at least to the websites I use, sure. kept secret uh-huh. to, like, what happens compared to other things sure. that are super easy to? I to spoil. have seen a lot, but it could be just because like I follow Marvel and stuff on mm-hmm. Facebook and whatever, so they post things a lot. Like, you know, even when they were re-releasing it, they were like revisit these famous scenes, and they were showing a lot of you know like when all the characters returned. Mm-hmm. You know, they were showing that clip and stuff. But I mean, like my wife, for example, who hasn't seen it and doesn't want me to spoil it for her, 
uh, has said the same thing that she's not seen anything. Yeah, you know, or, or maybe, and honestly, maybe she has, but just doesn't realize right. what it is because of the con- it's out of context. But you know, I know I've just I've been pleased. Yeah, yeah, with, uh, with that. Yeah. Three well, that's month, good. Yeah. Three, three months and a re-release later. Still that's, no yeah, yeah. that's very true. Well, here's we can say. Well, you, I'll steal your segue. <laughs> You're stealing for me now. Avengers Endgame wow. is now officially the highest-grossing film yeah. ever. Great. Without adjusting for inflation, I, ha- I have to say that because, of course, when everybody was saying, "Oh, it's finally happened," everybody's like, "Well, Gone with the Wind yeah. when yeah. adjusted for inflation has made like three point four billion dollars, whatever." Mm-hmm. But still, thank God something that's, took Avatar down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Fern Gully. I know we've, made, we've had that Gully. rant before. Like, S- still never seen it. <laughs> never. It, it was I, on my list of things, that I, I, and I'm probably not going to get think, on to. I don't think. I call me crazy, but I don't think it would hold up. The like, I only appreciated it for the animation and well, the, the sure. CGI and then all of that course, stuff. Of course, it wouldn't now, but it yeah. was a pioneer right. or whatever at the time. So I give it credit. You know, uh, but yeah, I, I, I still. We've already argued about this many, yeah. many times, but. I don't really get what they're trying to. Ten years later, or however long it's been, yeah, trying yeah. to like, four, like come back. Sequels. Like, yeah, no, but no, no, it seems weird. Yeah, because there's not, there can't be like nostalgia already for no. it. Like, I mean, I guess ten, like my little brother ten years ago was at eleven, so mm-hmm. if he had seen it, I don't think he likes it. But if he did, I guess maybe people who were ki- yeah kids carrying time, a torch for it. Yeah, yeah maybe. Are but, they already like? I know this is probably weird to say, but. Uh, if they've already said, oh, we're doing three of them, let's say, or whatever, mm-hmm. then what if happens if they release the first one and it's a total dud? Then can they just back out and be like, oh, sorry, we I lied? Know. Or are no, they like he, on Well, he filmed, they, they're filming oh, they're already, all of them back to back. Oh. So they're, I they're think screwed. they've gone too far. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like the Fantastic Beasts movies where they're like, hey, we're going to do five of these, but, well, they haven't been very good, so now what do mm-hmm. we do? Yeah. And they're kind of reevaluating, I'm sure, but... You know, no, he's filming all of them at once. Sounds like this whole series is going to be gone with the wind. Oh, <laughs> <brother>. <laughs> Did uh, James Cameron and the Russo brothers, like, they congratulated each yeah. other, right? There was a pretty, yeah. There's a really cool, like, history to it. So I knew that with opening weekend records and stuff, there were a lot of people saying, hey, congratulations. So, like, when Jurassic World uh, got the opening weekend record, uh, Marvel congratulated them and had a cool photo or whatever of, like, them saluting Chris Pratt on a dinosaur. Uh, and then back and forth when that record kept breaking. But I didn't know that this goes back forever, actually. Like, George Lucas and Spielberg, whenever Star Wars beat, I think, Jaws uh-huh. uh, for highest grossing film, they did a congratulation mm-hmm. letter. And then um, something else, uh, or maybe it was Close Encounter. Oh, damn it, now I can't remember and I didn't write it down. But anyways, they they went back and forth for a while congratulating yeah. each mm-hmm. other. And then, well, at the time it was only those two. Could, yeah, could just keep congratulating yeah. each other. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this movie comes out yeah. next. Yeah. Exactly. And then you know, eventually, like uh, when Titanic was the highest-grossing film of all time, they congratulated him. And then when when Star Wars ended up beating it domestically, at least there was congratulations. Mm-hmm. So like that's kind of neat that it's there's a yeah, there's yeah. this cool history to them saying, "Hey, good job," you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I'm, we're not big fans of Avatar, it's just nice that something <laughs> yeah. finally. You know, I know. I know. And if a sure. movie was going to do it for me personally, thank <laughs> yeah. God it's Avengers. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. So we're also at Comic-Con was tons of Marvel stuff, which I we can just go th- We can just speed around it because I know you guys don't care. But take your but, time, uh, man. Oh, don't tempt, <laughs> <laughs> don't tempt me. So basically they confirmed their phase four slate for the next few years. So Black Widow, uh, May 1st, 2020, they confirmed the cast like – 
uh, Rachel Weiss, Florence Pugh uh, from Midsommar, Midsommar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things, who is playing a character named Red Guardian, who's who could be a villain, maybe not, we'll see, but mm-hmm. that's kind of cool because I love David Harbour. Yeah. Um, they also confirmed that it, it it is a prequel, but not really as far back as I thought it was. It takes place between Civil War and then Infinity War. So that's the, so it's when she's like on the run after mm-hmm. Civil War, basically. Um, they confirmed the Eternals, uh, which is like that's the one that people don't really know a lot about, but that's November 6, 2020. Kumail Nanjiani, Angelina Jolie, uh, Richard Madden, Salma Hayek, all these like what a weird assortment mm-hmm. yeah. of people. But that's like going to be like the next Guardians, I think, where mm-hmm. like people don't really know who they are. But then it's probably going to be great. Because, yeah. Because, yeah. Because, come on. Um, Shang Chi, uh, or sorry, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So they confirmed that cast. Man, uh, Simi Liu as Shang uh, Chi, Aquafina, and then Tony Wang as the real Mandarin, which we had the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. And there was a ton of backlash mm-hmm. because he. Well, not only was, was that it ben like Kingsley's character? that was Ben Kingsley's character. So not only is he not racially does not fit the part. So there was backlash, but then they do this twist where he's not really the Mandarin mm. or whatever. But then they they made this. Uh, they used to do these Marvel one shots that were like short films that would accompany the next Blu-ray release, and there was one uh, with um, Scoot McNary, who we like. I love Scoot, and it was uh, a Marvel one shot where he goes to visit Ben Kingsley in jail. And then they reveal that they're so Scoot McNary is working for the Mandarin and is like, you know, the real Mandarin is upset. And he like breaks Ben Kingsley out of jail to take him or whatever. Really cool. Mm-hmm. And because it's Scoot McNary, that's great. So now, like, I'm sure fans are happy we're going to get the real Mandarin. And that's mm-hmm. great. Uh, we also got Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, May 7th, 2020, which just that title great alone title, yeah. is so great. The villain is a character called Nightmare, which I don't know a lot about, but they are bringing back, they're bringing in Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch, which is cool. Um, Thor. Th- this is this is one good one. Thor: Love and Thunder, with Taika Waititi mm-hmm, returning. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of awesome. Just the title and the fact that they got Taika Waititi back. So is that different than what Natalie Portman is? No, doing? it's the same movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in so the bi- other big announcement for this movie was that uh, Natalie Portman will be uh, the new Thor, mm-hmm. which in the comics, the Mighty Thor. She just becomes worthy and mm-hmm. she gets the hammer and gets the power of Thor. Um, so it's, they're not gender, whatever mm-hmm. internet, because there's obviously a backlash mm-hmm. because there's always backlash, but um, it's a, it's kind of neat. I think it's a good way to do it. Plus, you know, Natalie Portman is a star, so why not mm-hmm. try to keep her, sure. you know, keep her involved. But uh, I think that's kind of cool. Uh, but fun fact, by the way, the guy who wrote the comic where Jane Foster becomes Thor lives in Kansas City. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's we great. we reached out, hopefully, to, we were hoping to get an interview and never heard back, you know. So, still, bummer. Could happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah still still neat. So, if you're listening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great. And they, they confirmed that Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie character mm-hmm. is the uh is is like the first lgbtq mm. character mm. representation in the movie which we all kind of knew that she she when thor ragnarok came out she did an interview where she insists she kind of pushed for them to like she said the character was bisexual because she is in the comics and there was even a scene that they were going to allude to it but it got cut mm-hmm. or something but it's a big deal that they you know made that announcement then we got all the disney plus shows which we don't have to go too far into but falcon and winter soldier in 2020 wandavision with uh which will be uh Scarlet Witch and Vision, which is supposedly going to tie into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in some way. The Loki series, which this one's interesting because it they they announced or they confirmed it will follow Loki after he steals the Tesseract. So it's like villain Loki 
from that time period as opposed to the reformed Loki that we mm-hmm. get later. So that's kind of a neat make that they make sure like, hey, this is still like this is evil Loki. Yeah. Uh, that's in 2021, and then we get the what this what if co- uh, cartoon series, which is like they're basically just like uh, if certain events were different, what if this happened? So like, what if Peggy Carter became Captain America instead or something? But they got like all kinds of voice casts like from the original characters in there, like David Desmalchen, who we like, yeah, is going to yeah. be in there, and Chris Hemsworth and tons of people. We get the Hawkeye series in 2021. Uh, and then they also announced that Mahershala Ali is Blade. Oh, yeah. That they're developing that's a Blade. Cool. So there's no release date for that. I guess it'll be Phase 5, but that's still cool. Like, that was, like, the big, their big announcement. Mm-hmm. And we love Mahershala Ali, of yeah, course, yeah. so that's cool. Anything he's in. Yeah. Well, um, and he was in the first season of, maybe not <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Let me dial that back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which he was in season one of Luke Cage, so it's one of those, like, well, he was already a Marvel character, but whatever. I think it's cool. Uh, I just got to mention, it just gave me flashbacks of our Oscar party. And we were holding a beard. Green book. Yeah. <laughs> if my threw a beer down. If my mom's listening. Uh, sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. For spill- you're spilling your beer. Yeah. yeah. At Justin's house. Sorry, Justin. Uh, too. That's okay. Yeah. He also confirmed Black Panther two, Captain Marvel two, Guardians volume three, Fantastic four, and then mutants are all there being something in the works. And for when the is future. Black Panther two? It's like 2021 or 22. Yeah, there's no it's, release date at all. Oh, okay. So that, nothing. Which yeah. that was my biggest surprise. Like, mm-hmm. why aren't they making that more of a priority? That's so yeah. strange to me. It yeah. was such a huge movie culturally and everything. Mm-hmm. And I realize like, there's a. I sound like a dope. I, I can't believe it, but like I, I there's. I'm sure there's a plan. There's a big. Right. There's a big yeah. outline somewhere, and people that are getting paid much more than uh-huh. I can ever dream of have yeah. something planned out. But I was just so shocked that that was still a, their the high, uh, highest grossing film other than uh, Infinity. War yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was huge, and and to be nominated for best picture, yeah. you know, yeah. right? It just seems strange they're not trying to. Ca- I mean, maybe they're, maybe it's more pressure to like take their time and make sure that make sure it's good, right. sure. especially because as excited as I am for love Thor, uh, Thor love Thor, <laughs> Thor love and thunder, mm-hmm. that would be coming sooner mm-hmm. and came out after Black Panther. Is there any uh, truth to? I know that originally we had heard rumors that Michael B. Jordan might be back. I think. Kevin Feige was like, those are just rumors. Okay. I mean, I mean, there's still. I would totally be on board if that mm-hmm. happened. I mean, but... I think the only way they could bring it back is if it was on that, like, uh, whatever the ethereal plane that they visit, maybe that mm-hmm. he's there in some way. But, oh, he is going to be on the What If, though. He's going to do, do a oh, voice okay. on the What If series. So cool. that's kind of cool. Nice. Um, and I was bummed. And there were, I wish they would have brought out. If they would have brought out a Fantastic Forecast, that would have been that would have been awesome. But whatever. Sorry. You're just like really hoping that something good happens from this Fantastic Four. I am, man. I'm ex- well. That's probably the one I'm most excited about that mm-hmm. they have now, and uh, and I want so desperately for John Krasinski and Emily Blunt to be uh, <laughs> be cool in the movie. Um, uh, there was nothing about Spider Man, but I guess Sony would have to be the one to announce. Did we movie. ever mention? Uh, I thought it was this week. But you mentioned John uh, John Krasinski. Uh, uh-huh. Did we ever mention the um, sequel? Oh, that, that it was starting to film? Uh-huh. I don't know. Did we talk about it last know. week? Well, know. either way, it's filming. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, wait, <laughs> I'm excited. What was it Krasin- called again? Quiet, a Quiet Place. Yeah, a Quiet Place yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there but, you go, but people. Krasinski's, Krasinski's directing it. It's you know Emily Blunt's back. It's exciting. That was a real. Did you see that? Name? I did. I get to see the, one of the few things I saw. Love the ending. Yeah. Loved how they ended it. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. Um. Plus, their person like Brian Tyree Henry, who's also on the two, mm-hmm. the Eternals, by the way, he's great and he's in it and silly. Oh, Murphy. Here we go, another thing uh, that didn't your movie Bohemian Rhapsody win the sound awards when you had a Quiet Place should have won. <laughs> oh, I agree that a Quiet Place yeah. should have won yeah. something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, trailers now. Sorry, 
We had a lot no, of talk. Don't, about don't apologize. People want to hear the Marvel news. <laughs> yeah, I had to get it out there. Uh, so we got a Cats trailer. That's the uh, one I'm going to start with. Uh, which like oh boy, this one? <laughs> this one came out like last week when we released the podcast. So it's been out for a while now. But I still wanted to talk about it because I don't like it. I'm convinced uh, Taylor Swift ruined that for everybody and just didn't understand. Oh right. Because yeah, we had the reason why we didn't talk about it on Friday was because it said it was releasing on Friday, so yeah. we record on Thursdays. And then all of a sudden, right after we record, then Taylor Swift drops this ball, even yeah. though all the things said Trailer Friday. It so did I'm say, because we checked it even. Yeah. We were like, oh, maybe it did say Thursday. And we went back and it was like, no, She's coming like, Friday. I'm Taylor Swift. I'll just do this. Just whatever. Shock yeah. and awe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she stole their thunder. She was like, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about Cats the Musical, Cats uh, the Source Material, mm-hmm. other than hearing a lot of the music uh, around here, because it was recently in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual music was. That trailer is a nightmare. It is oh. terrifying. Uh, I, I, I don't get it. I, I'm, no. I'm speechless. Like, it yeah. tr- truly is frightening to yeah. think about. Um, the internet reactions have been amazing. <laughs> well, I, I told Justin, I think my, I, I, again, I don't know anything about cats. I love musicals. That's one I haven't seen. But I don't understand why they, I would have much rather had if you're going to do what they did with like the real faces or whatever, because now it just looks weird, creepy, and like yeah. gangly and whatever. Why not just have them all dress up as cats yeah. and do like the, a stage yeah. production of some sort? But then again, I think Sarah had mentioned that like it's just a weird uh, musical in general yeah. to yes. where it'd yeah. probably be very hard to make that interesting probably for a movie it seems to know? be a divisive musical itself because mm-hmm. like uh i don't know maybe it's just like theater nerds don't like it but general people like it mm-hmm. maybe because i know my mom loves it she's very excited about it we had a vhs copy of a recording mm-hmm. uh i mean not like a fake recording i mean like they put it out the, the yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and we watched it a lot as a kid like I, as a kid i kind of liked it mm-hmm. you know but the movie is just i it, it for me it's it is just the faces bother me a lot yeah and i don't I, I understand that, like on stage, they still look human and stuff. But just something about the the fo- the, the realism CGI thing, the it's the faces that really bother me. It yeah. just really creeps me out, and I don't get it. I don't know if it's like, well, we want to see emotion, or we want to know who the cast is. Maybe, maybe they just want you know, it's an ego thing, mm-hmm. like to show the the actors' faces. But like, I, I would just have preferred them to have cat faces. To be honest, yeah. it's bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. And uh, t- uh, Tom Hooper? Hopper? Hooper. Hooper, Hooper yeah. thank Hopper. you. Who did uh, Les Mis, I think, was mm-hmm. yeah. a, a big one for him. He's done some of the musicals, yeah. too. But and it, it could turn out good. Yeah. But maybe, oh, who knows? I, and it's know, like well, weird. It's, Christmas it's, release, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting because, yeah, I mean, this is the guy who didn't he win the Academy Award for, well, the King's Speech won Best Picture. Yes. I guess. So that is interesting that he's an Academy Award winning director and then he does Les Mis. And I mean, I think Les Mis had issues, but it was, it was a movie that I mm-hmm. thought was like fine. And I mean, I think Russell Crowe was okay. And it, despite people who were like, Oh yeah, was I, terrible. Didn't, I didn't mind uh, it too much, but I mean, I can't sing worth <laughs> a crap anyways. Uh, but so that's the only thing that kind of interests me. Um, and then like Judy Dench and stuff. I'm like, why would she wouldn't do a bad movie? Would she? But it's got a hell of a cast. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have high hopes. And I think this is one that's going to like, I think people will see, but I think it's going to like, I think it's going to have like a 30. A lot of people were excited still. You know, we, we, we know a lot of people here that were excited, but people here that weren't, you know, I know it's, it's just a weirdly mixed. I'm going to be really upset though. If this, if this is really bad, because I feel like 
I've wanted to see more musicals and uh-huh. I feel like there's not enough musicals out there. And then now they do this after like, cause when's the, what's the last great musical, I guess that we saw, I, I can't even tell you like the last, like one that I am loved was Chicago. Well, rocket man was, but, a full-on yeah, musical that's right. And, that's right. And, rocket man and La La land, which I'm not yeah. crazy about, but you know, tied for the record amount mm-hmm. of Academy award. Right. So I guess we get one place, a year, yeah. maybe if we're lucky. Sure. Um, so I would just hate for this to be like, I mean, at least, at least it's not Bill Condon in, anymore because he would do. Didn't he do nine? And yeah, and my, Dream my, Girls. My and, prediction is that it's not going to be good, but still make a lot of money. Yeah, um, because it's a holiday release. Sure, there's enough people still excited about it. Um, Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's Mr. a Rogers great switch biopic. from a bad trailer to an <laughs> awesome trailer. So remind me who who has or has not seen. I have not be seen. My neighbor. You haven't. But I, you... Uh, while I got halfway through. Okay, so. uh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, Won't you be my neighbor? We were talking about this when when Beautiful Day came out. A uh, beautiful documentary, and I grew up with Mr. Rogers mm-hmm. on on PBS. Uh, but that trailer for the documentary is is truly one of the best trailers. It I've is ever a seen. great and, trailer, and I remember. All the reactions, like I'm crying just watching the and it was great. And the, I feel like the documentary followed up. I have watching this, I still I think it's hitting schmaltzy a little bit mm-hmm. too hard. Mm-hmm. Like the musical cues are all there, I get it, but I still got a little misty eyed at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the kids singing on the subway, uh, we just saw it yesterday before Once Upon a Time. Uh-huh. Um, I, I Tom Hanks's voice, yeah, know. it's just it's off. So, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and, and even his appearance in general like personality wise he's kind of the perfect person to do it yeah. oh, certainly you know i can't think of a better actor but but like he doesn't really look like mr rogers and he doesn't he's got like he's like he's trying to do the voice but his tom hanksy is yeah. yeah it's a strange thing but i mean i'm sure he's gonna be great it's but it is a little hard for me at least to get past mm-hmm. that a little bit but you know i, think, I know but it if, looks good if you're looking at it from that standpoint then yes yeah. he doesn't really look like Mr. Rogers, but mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, from what I'm told, I've never met him before, but he seems like the <laughs> nicest human being right. in the world. So it's kind of from that aspect. And the I'm just in, uh, a little bit of backstory is that this is like very hyper specific because it's like 1998. It's like an article is being mm-hmm. written. So yeah. it's not a full on biopic. Right. It's this journalist mm-hmm. who, who interacted yeah. and wrote a book that's that was very, very popular, I think, when it came out, too. Um yeah, I'm. I'll see it. I would. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna not see it. Yeah. <laughs> I told Justin after I watched the trailer. I've watched it like five times, and I and I love it. But I told Justin, I go well, like I'm getting extremely loud and incredibly close vibes, a little bit of like from the emotion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hope that it's not cheesy. But then when he told me that it's the same director, you're stealing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can, uh, can you can forgive, forgive me? I'm like, all right. Yeah. Forget it. I'm in. Yeah. Like, I don't care what, like I'm in, I'm sure it's going to be great. Just yeah. revisited. Can you ever forgive me? Uh, what a great, great. Movie. The performances mm-hmm. are just, I'm, I'm going to go watch that. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and she's great. We've mentioned on our favorite directors. We had a director episode. Mm-hmm. She's definitely one that's been on, that's staying on my radar. I'm excited yeah. for that reason, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. Big Oscar movie. I'm sure. And know, it's I'm, a different vibe than can you ever forgive me too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what, and once again, a trailer is a trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Jojo rabbit. I might, you know, I'm excited for that. Taika mm-hmm. Watiti. I'm so mad at myself, dude. I didn't, I still, still haven't, haven't watched, watched it. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh-huh. Uh, Con- controversial maybe even <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I i love his films like hunt, hunt for the wilder people is great mm-hmm. what we do in the shadows is amazing uh so i'm obviously excited but he's playing hitler in it which is also hilarious but 
great cast. Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Mm-hmm. The trailer gave me, um, oh, vibes. Maybe it's just like the Boy Scout uniforms or whatever. Uh, Wes Anderson. Yeah, movie. Sarah said the sure. same thing. She thought she was like, is he trying to be Wes Anderson? Yeah. I'm like, well, no, it's kind of fitting of the tone of Hunt mm-hmm. for the Wilder yeah. People, you know? But I think because of the time period aspect makes it look more Wes Anderson-y than, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I'm excited about it. But also, here's your zombie. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Zombieland 2. 30 minutes later. Sorry. Zombieland yeah. 2. Double tap. Uh, double tap. Yeah. It looks really fun. It was funny because yeah. we I was like scrolling through and I was like, oh, they released a poster. And I showed it to Sarah. And then I was like, I bet we get a trailer soon. And kept scrolling. And I was like, oh, here's the trailer. <laughs> um, but I think it looks like a lot of fun. Oh, it does. I, I think that. Yeah, I love how they do the trailer too. At the uh-huh. very beginning, Academy Award yeah. nominee, Academy Award nominee, Academy Award winner. Yeah. yeah, I'm like that's that's, that's just hilarious, fun. Yeah. so fun. Uh, which we know Nathan hates. So I don't know. If I you're... know. I'm sorry. You I, don't I, like Zombie Land. I have seen Zombie Land though. I couldn't tell you when. It's probably been nine mm-hmm. years. I it was on home video. I didn't see it in theaters. Uh, yeah, me and fun, man. You know how it goes. <laughs> but but I, I chuckled. I chuckled. But they showed the trailer last mm-hmm. night. Um, again, I I think the Luke Wilson, uh, Woody Harrelson thing is yeah. very very funny to me. Sure. Uh, and I, I love Woody Harrelson. Uh, yeah. yeah. Soft spot in my heart for Woody. I know, uh, right after the trailer was released, because obviously one of the big parts of the trailer is that there's doppelgangers of Woody Harrelson and uh, Jesse Eisenberg. And so Edgar Wright tweeted this clip from Shaun of the Dead where they all meet their doppelgangers, yeah. which is all <laughs> zombie movie. It does seem a Forgot little like that. on the yeah. nose yeah. as far as comparisons go. But I'm, maybe it's like an homage moment. I don't know how big of a part it's going to mm-hmm. play, but it was still kind of funny. I also think it would have been... Like, I think Thomas Middleditch as Jesse Eisenberg doppelganger is kind of perfect, but mm-hmm. how hilarious would it have been if they could have gotten Michael Sarah? That would have oh, Because yeah. for the longest time, yeah. that was the thing. Everybody was like, oh, they're interchangeable, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I think that would have been kind he's of He's just too busy uh, dancing on Broadway. Doing, I don't think he's doing those kind of Broadway <laughs> I don't know what you said. He was on Broadway. <laughs> he's been on Broadway, yeah. yeah. Uh, dancing on Broadway. They need a super bad, too. That's what they really need. I don't know how that would work. In college? Twelve years later, I don't know. <laughs> they're I don't all in their thirties now. I don't know. What do you want from me? <laughs> I don't know. They're kids. They're kids. <laughs> uh, oh, good, good boys. Good boys is their, been yeah, their yeah, option. Exactly. There yeah, uh, that's going to be the big twist when I go yeah. see that. Is it's going to be like, oh, that's your dad? <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, they showed that trailer last night too, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't. I didn't laugh this time around. I remember mm. the first trailer. I was like, okay, this could be funny. Yeah. I don't know what it was about this new trailer. I was like, was it the know. one with the uh, where it starts off with the uh, sister yeah. with the cocaine and the, yeah. yeah. I I chuckled because she the Dateline date comment. Line. Yeah, because I love Dateline. Date yeah, your your child. If you ever have a kid, oh, that'll be that's, <laughs> our dogs are already messed up as it is. <laughs> uh, I want to move on now. We I know we had a couple other trailers I was going to mention, but I'm going to skip them. So because we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Except for Chris. Chris did not see it. I, I would have loved to see it. But, you know, the sacrifices I make <laughs> yeah. for uh, marriage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but Sarah, who is not here, obviously did see it. Uh, so bummer for that that she can't talk to us about it on the podcast. But Nathan did see it. So it's at least somebody we can we can talk. And we'll Nathan, keep it s- spoiler free. Yeah, correct? absolutely. Yeah. yeah okay. Absolutely. And Nathan sure. was uh, hyping it up for, for a long time. You were excited for yeah, this more than any movie, right? For some extra textural stuff I, I i've been talking about it for months and months and months um when i briefly lived in los angeles they were they were shooting it uh on the on sunset boulevard and hollywood boulevard too uh it was something i've been following for a really really long time uh the trailer came back in march I remember you guys mentioning on the podcast i was i've been excited and i just think i set the bar way too high mm-hmm. i liked it uh-huh. i didn't love it um it's something i'm gonna need to see again maybe even this weekend because last night i'd said i was like i don't think i need to see it in theaters again 
But now that like I've digested it, I feel like it's like, okay, now I can pick up all the other little things because it is packed. Sure. Mm-hmm. This is, it's, tr- I mean, every one of uh, Quentin Tarantino's movies, I feel like, are his his universe. And there is a Tarantino mm-hmm. universe. They mm-hmm. all exist in it. But this is his, his dream world. It's 1969 yeah. Hollywood. Every poster is there for a reason. Every song is there for a reason. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff that I'm either missed or would mm-hmm. love to try to pick up again. Mm-hmm. But it's I the first two thirds I loved, and it is I, I don't know if you want to give a synopsis, Justin. I know you just talked about on KCL. Well, it's just essentially Leo DiCaprio plays a fading TV star, and uh, Brad Pitt is his stuntman, and they're just kind of trying to fi- like it's like they're figuring out their next step here because his Leo's career is going you know kind of down the t- mm-hmm. he's it's fa- fading like I said, so he's trying to figure out what to do you know he's and gone from cowboy star to bit player uh the heavy, the Vil- heavy. villains and whatever yeah. will give him the time of day mm-hmm. sort of which thing. was a big thing in that time mm-hmm. period which is really cool because even tarantino said he's a, he could have been the, this rick dalton could have been the next steve mcqueen yeah you know mm-hmm. or could have been steve mcqueen um so it's really interesting and then of course margot robbie is sharon tate and um which the her storyline and then the manson they're all sort of a backdrop like mm-hmm. brad pitt has a run-in with the manson girls um or the manson family um yeah it's kind of a weird synopsis to give but yeah it, it, because it, it really it's it's a buddy movie mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's it's these two guys but they are so first of all the chemistry is terrific uh-huh. but you really just feel like you're living it's like time traveling mm-hmm. it, as dopey as that is to say yeah. but it is so meticulous mm-hmm. every single detail and mm-hmm. then you are i mean you're riding around extended periods in the car with them just listening to the radio mm-hmm. so every song is deliberate and i, yeah. I don't know it's yeah, the performances are fantastic. I could watch DiCaprio Absolutely. all day. I don't know. The conversation we've been having today is that like he does not dumb it down. Um, if you don't know his crime history or Hollywood history, um, you know, 1969 is a huge pivotal year, mm-hmm. and the Manson murders are a, a major part of that, yeah. and mm-hmm. leading into the decade of the 70s. And, and we were kind of talking about this because your brother is younger than 25. Yeah. And wasn't familiar with Sharon Tate. Right. And so it's like, if you go into this, I feel like a big part of that dread and that tension is knowing what happens in history. Mm -hmm. And of course, being Tarantino, he's going to twist it. Um, But, I mean, it is so just fun to watch these guys live yeah. and mm-hmm. and and struggle and uh-huh. and drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz that's all it really is is you're it's like a slice of life thing. I mean, yes. like Tarantino apparently called uh he compared it to Roma because it's like hit something um from his childhood his stuff. memories, mm-hmm. yeah. His memories. And I get that because you're just following these dudes, you know, on a couple of days, so, and, you know. And they're having fun, but it is it is so different than yeah. it, I mean, they're all the Tarantino isms. There's sure. a lot of similar similar camera work especially, which is very funny when he's mm-hmm. doing the TV scene. He's like, "All right, back to one," and they move the yeah. camera back. Um I mean, there's there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of western scenes, people riding horses, mm-hmm. and just just what he does, um pop culture references this and that but it is very different though it too. does yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. maybe i mean all of his movies are talky but it's like even to compare it to pulp fiction which mm-hmm. is a short amount of time and we're kind of going from character to character but mm-hmm. i think you spend the most amount of time with these two characters than yeah. any of his other films yeah. mm-hmm. uh and i think that's for better because you invest yeah. in them even Absolutely. even with their faults and maybe controversy yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. of what they've done in their past yeah i i definitely loved it uh, a lot. I have like small issues, just like you know, like uh, there's not a lot of violence for a Tarantino movie, but, sure. but there's when it when the sequence when it <laughs> happens is a little too brutal for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, but 
in general, like, you know, for being a two hour and 40 minute movie, I personally did not even feel that it was slow. I was, I was invested, you mm-hmm. know, with all of it. Cause I was so like intrigued, invested in the characters and just so fascinated by what was going on because yeah, even like the details on, on the street is, you know, is so mm-hmm. fascinating. And then the performances are great. Like nobody's bad in it. Everybody's, which that's Tarantino's thing. Like, not only not only is he great at character at uh, uh, dialogue and characterization, but just getting good performances oh, yeah. out mm-hmm. of people. You know? uh, easy breezy, which I'm winking yeah. at, at just <laughs> when I say that because it's a it's a little nod to the movie. But that's how it feels until you get to the yeah. third act. And this is no spoiler; it, it takes place over three days: two right. two in February, one in August of '69. And uh, when you hit the third day, yeah, don't don't think you're going to come out of it without seeing some some violence yeah. in the, in the yeah. movie. Um, it's it, it's great because they're you know we've talked before not on here outside of the podcast about how great Tarantino is at tension in mm-hmm. scenes and there are so many great moments of mm-hmm. that in this movie um, with Brad Pitt's character specifically but he, but honestly for me anytime we were following Sharon Tate I just had a sense of dread because mm-hmm. you knew if you know her story you know how her story ends so you're just like dreading what's to come and it's it makes it interesting so that was where my brother didn't was kind of. He didn't feel the dread. He just felt like my best comparison is like in Sicario, they keep doing those cutaways to that cop waking mm-hmm, up in the sun mm-hmm. and you don't really know the point right. until the end. Mm-hmm. And so he saw it that way. Like he knew there was a point to it, but didn't feel the dread that I felt yeah. because he doesn't know the story, but it's still fascinating. He's good. At, he's good at historical dread. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. I think that's a part of the tension. Why it's so high in inglorious bastards. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, here are, soldiers in nazi territory and enemy territory mm-hmm. here's Django. here's a freed slave but he's going back into the deep south where yeah. the plantations are it's like you can't you can only feel like oh god like mm-hmm. how are they going to get out of absolutely. this absolutely and and even in this case too it's like oh god if, if you know what happens mm-hmm. then it's like oh this what's going when, when the the clock is ticking the, the time stamping yeah the, mm-hmm. the third act literally over like 12 hours so. that's like with um with uh gretchen she doesn't like my wife she doesn't like awkward moments in uh movies Mm -hmm. and like whenever i and i'm kind of the same way in terms of tension like i love great performances but i'm like oh gosh like i don't i want to like watch a movie and hope it goes a different way but like he's so good at that when i just rewatched uh django was on tv not too Mm -hmm. long ago and i'm like he the uh table of the yeah that that that, that whole scene you're just on edge the whole time and it is for people who are like weirded out by awkwardness and stuff, it is super awkward, but it's more about just the tension, yeah. the raw. And Glorious the, Bastards is full exactly. of it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he is like, you hit on the nose. Like, he's a master at, at that. Yeah. He's great. I just realized, sorry, that in Django, he slaps the table, and then once upon a time, he slaps the uh, hood of the car. Yeah, Dude, that's, that's right. very funny. I mean, that's right. Yeah. So, can we, because uh, I don't know why I find this story so fascinating, but I, I love. Hearing if it is true, I thought I had read that uh, Leo had really hit his hand and his blood like went oh, all over. Yeah. Like, is that in Django? Yes, broke a glass. Yeah, yeah, but kept going. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so he like hit, he broke a glass or something, and then his hand was really bleeding, and he like mm-hmm. grabbed Kerry Washington and mm-hmm. right, and that was all like real. I think that it might cut before. I think it cuts. Actually, so I'm I don't curious. think that's his real blood okay. on her face. Sure. I think it. I think there's a cut in there. Uh-huh. But when he smashes his hand, yeah, though, and he holds it up and kind of looks at it, yeah, yeah, I think that's real. That's glass in his hand. But that was why his performance was so great because yeah. he just kept going. You know, he he was he was great in that. And this is a completely different role in this one, and he's great. Same, with, I, same mm-hmm. with Brad Pitt too. Absolutely. Very different. Oh, absolutely. Than very Elder different. Rain, and I, yeah. which is strange because like we talked about before, uh, Brad Pitt's character 
it's hard to know if you're supposed to like him or what you're supposed to feel <laughs> about him, but he is so good in it, and you can tell he's just having fun. So yeah. I was just along for the ride. I'm thinking I'm just going to go on a whim and think uh, Leo gets the best actor nomination, and then Brad Pitt gets one for Ad Astra. <laughs> it's it's so That'd be crazy. Yeah. tough with this movie, and I guess Inglorious Bastards was a, a late summer release because it was August of '09. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this is gonna fall because yeah. I do I do, and with uh, Tiff and Venice being announced too, and they kind of say Venice is a, the first mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh, looking out at like, okay, what is maybe an Oscar contender? I don't know how this is going to be received, and we kind of had this. The Drew and I were talking about like, do you think once is going to go over the Lion King and its second weekend since word of mouth of Lion King hasn't been right. great? Oh, yeah. um, but after seeing last night in a pretty full theater too, yeah. um, I don't know. I just don't know. This movie is the argument for Under the Silver Lake is like, who is this movie actually for? This movie is for Quentin Tarantino. Oh, <laughs> like absolutely. there is yeah. with a hundred percent. Like I don't think he really cares if yeah. anybody likes it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he would want people to go see it. He's, sure. he's he's selling the movie, but it is for him. This is this is like straight out of his brain. You're living with him in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how it's going to be received. I think. I mean, I think if you like Tarantino, if you're a Tarantino yeah. fan, you're going to love the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think. And I think, uh, I mean, even if you like films of that time period or grew up in that time period, like my dad might enjoy it a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, for he doesn't, he's not a big Tarantino fan, but he might enjoy at least the two first two thirds of it because he's a big, he was a big Western guy, watched mm-hmm. those shows mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but I mean, it's I, I am excited, I am interested to see come Oscar season what. You know, and and hopefully in the next couple of weeks we can stop being so vague because I feel like we have to be so vague about yeah. this because yeah. there is yeah you can't talk about it without well, spoiling Monday what night guys when I see <laughs> it then, then yeah. we can start talking. About I will it. say it's also fun. So many famous children or famous oh yes. like uh, yeah. So many famous actors' children are in this movie. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, and actors uh, who have worked with Quentin Tarantino, a- exactly. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis and Demi Moore, like their daughter, mm-hmm. one of their daughters mm-hmm. is in it, Rumor Willis, who I did then, not recognize, and I'm yeah. embarrassed I didn't recognize her. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then uh, Kevin Smith's daughter is in it. Uma Thurman's daughter, Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's kid is in it from Stranger Things. He better watch himself because I hope he didn't like say, can I see your feet? Uh, <laughs> <when> he... <laughs> a lot of feet. There are yeah. feet in the movie. Um, and you were uh, Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Did you finish three? Uh-huh. Uh, once again, I've never seen any of it. But Maya Hawk. It, yeah. It, it's spitting. Uncanny. Like, oh, for sure. Could, could, uh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, her voice, especially. Yeah. <laughs> that, is she, is she in this? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, and it freaked me out because yeah. I guess she kind of looks like her mom. And then she spoke, and I was like, "This is bizarre." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Very it's, weird. It, it, yeah. It's cool, and also because Uma Thurman, especially to have done so many Tarantino mm-hmm. oh, films, sure. and then for her daughter to be in it. I mean, a very small role, but it's still neat. You know, it also makes me feel like. Well, there can't be too much bad blood between him and Uma Thurman. Sure. Then, you know, yeah. I think that she accepted his apology. Yeah. Uh, what so, was this whole thing about? I don't know if I heard. He, he like uh, put her in the car in one of the Kill Bills, and she crashed oh. and, and in got a very injured. dangerous scene that probably should have had a stunt person yeah. in yeah. it. Um, and so she was not thrilled about that, right? Um, but I, you know, supposedly they've made up, and I, supposedly they've been having chats about Kill Bill Three, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you know, now that her daughter is a is a big deal, mm-hmm. I'd say. Let's let's do it. Yeah. You know. Uh, w- one more thing too. Don't leave early. There's a credit sequence oh, yeah. to stick around for if, yeah, okay. if you're going to see it. Yeah, and it's it's fun. Yeah. Um, and then even like after the the credit scene thing, like 
I, I don't want to give it away, but even what what comes after that is really it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like I really I really enjoyed that. Well, too. is there going to be a sequel now? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's nothing, it's nothing like that. It's just now it's going to be called a time. In there's Hollywood something that's and... like a a, a a nod to things that are popular at time. Okay, here. Mm-hmm. I'll just say um, that's really fun. Um, where for you sure. does it rank for Tarantino? <sighs> And and this is and, and and I don't want to steal your thunder. Sure, there there isn't to label. We're not going to label it best to worst unless you unless yes. unless somebody in here really hates a Quentin Tarantino movie, which is totally fair. That's absolutely uh-huh. fine. I think it probably it would rank in the back half though. Yeah. If they're if we're saying they're nine, if we count mm-hmm. Kill Bill one and two as one film, I'm going to put this probably at like six or seven. Yeah, uh, that's actually literally exactly where I have yeah. it. And and it's and and maybe it's just because it's fresh. But I do remember seeing. I'm old enough now to remember seeing. And Glorious Bastards, especially, uh-huh. and um, uh, Django Unchained, and, and very recently, Hateful Eight, four years ago, and being like, I, the first two, just being blown away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, he's outdone himself. And then Hateful Eight, not feeling that way. I don't feel the same about Once Upon a Time. I would rank it above Hateful Eight for mm-hmm. sure, because um, it does move at a much better pace yeah. than Hateful Eight did. Hateful Eight felt very glacial at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, if we're, if we're saying nine, I'll, I'll, throw it at, I'll throw it at six. Okay, yeah. With uh, Hateful Eight, and then what other two would be after that? After that? Uh, I would probably put Hateful Eight at nine. I would probably put Kill Bill Volume One and Two at mm. eight. Mm-hmm. And I and and it's it's just because I've been kind of removed from them for a long time. Yeah. No, you know what? Scratch that. I'm going to put Reservoir Dogs at eight. I'm going to put Kill Bill Volume One and Two at seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. So my my list, I'll just run through it. Essentially, sure. is Django and Glorious Bastards, Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill. One and two, Jackie Brown, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Reservoir Dogs, Death Proof, and I have mm-hmm. not seen Hateful Eight, yeah, which I will see in the next two weeks. Yeah, because <laughs> it's going to happen. Cause, yeah. You know, because uh, I'm going to be gone. Um, but uh, I, I, I struggled with number one because, like, Pulp Fiction, of course, is great. It also, for me, in like a nostalgic thing, was really one of the movies that bridged me from like, you know, typical normal Hollywood movies into more auteurs or whatever you want to say mm-hmm. like do you uh, remember how old are you how old i was you in high school mm-hmm. 15 16 same, maybe same yeah, yeah so because i saw that before reservoir dogs mm-hmm. um so it was just like that and then like brick a couple years later really were big ones for me mm-hmm. as far as getting me to see other mm-hmm. things other than just like jurassic park ghostbusters superhero movies and stuff as much as i still love those of course um but I loved Django Unchained, yeah. and a lot of it for me was Leonardo DiCaprio, and that scene mm-hmm. was so tense, and then even the shootout later was mm-hmm. so great. Um, but <laughs> it was tough between Inglorious Bastards and Django, mostly, because I think Inglorious Bastards is one of those things, like, I remember thinking it was going to be a lot more about the Bastards, because yeah. it was heavily advertised that way, and then, of course, there's a lot more going on. Mm-hmm. But um, so much tension in that movie, so much, and even though it's so long and stuff, it's just really arguably his masterpiece in my opinion, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but I, uh, I also need to revisit it, but th- I still put Django at number one. Cause there was just something about Django. I think it's cause it's also a lot more f- like Django is also fun as well as being so good. And mm-hmm. so, you know, in so tense and powerful and stuff. But, um, I think Jackie Brown is also underrated, yeah, by the I, way. I guess I screwed this up. I should have gone <laughs> through the whole list. I'm like, here's the back half and not yeah. say, what my friend- <laughs> I'd say Inglorious Bastards, number one, Django two, pulp three, um, Jackie four, Death Proof five, sure, for me, and then the ones I already mentioned. I hate putting Death Proof as low as I did because I really like Death Proof actually, yeah. and I had this just this morning with my wife because she, you know, I told her uh, I was like, well, once upon a, I was like, once upon a time in Hollywood was 
certainly not his best, but definitely not his worst. And she was like, well, what would you say his worst is? And I was like, I guess Death Proof or Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. And she was like almost offended. Like, I love Death Proof. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. I love Death Proof. Yeah. But even his worst movie is better than most people's best mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and, a great way to put it. Yeah. Like Christopher Nolan's the same way. Like if mm-hmm. his worst movie is Dark Knight Rises, that's still best, better yeah. than most movies. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I would say it's Interstellar to me. <laughs> and, and it, it might be Interstellar. It is Interstellar. No, but, no, but no that's just my opinion. Yeah, uh, but he is just such a fast. He's a weird, such a weird guy. And what I wanted to mention, and, and I we don't have to talk too much about like time or like I don't know treatment of women and all, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like it is interesting to see uh, a Tarantino movie now because. Times yeah. have changed. Yes. So mm-hmm. like, and he's not the kind of guy that's gonna change with the times. Absolutely. I not. think we learned that watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I know there's been controversy because like Margot Robbie is in it so little, which I would argue like, I mean, uh, uh, what's her name, Margaret Qualley. Yes. Yeah. Huge, huge part. Yes. Absolutely. You know? So it's let's not just attack one female character that doesn't talk a lot because I mean the Manson girls are huge in it. But of course, like Margot Robbie's character is only there as a plot device, I think, to which is unfortunate. And Sharon Tate probably deserves better, but mm-hmm. um, but he's telling a story about these two dudes. Mm-hmm. What can you do? But I mean, any anything with Tarantino, like the violence and some like race racist undertones yes, in certain characters. Yeah. And I understand that it's the time period and stuff, but like it's it is interesting to think about his movies mm-hmm. now, you know, with just how much time they've changed. I guess. And there and there's usually like. A message with it too, like Hateful Eight for how muddy it gets with its themes, though does have mm-hmm. a lot to say uh, yeah. about. I mean, it's four, been four years, but still, even the, the climate at the time, the current climate. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood, I'm still trying to unpack what the themes are because it does feel like sure. it is so personal for him, uh-huh. and like, but it's tough to not unpack. It, it's funny because I feel like this is something where, and it's so fresh too. Mm-hmm. People will be dissecting this mm-hmm. for. I mean the next six months certainly and then probably beyond that also it, uh-huh. it, when you see a bad movie it's so easy to review it because you're like i'm done thinking about it <laughs> yeah. here's yeah. what it did wrong and and maybe it got a couple things right but then i'm over it but something like this it is like i'm trying to when i was watching it last night trying to just enjoy the experience yeah not pick apart sure, every absolutely. word mm-hmm. but i was still doing it there are things that brad pitt says in it that i have not stopped thinking about i'm like why is he a good guy do i yeah. like this guy mm-hmm. Rick Dalton, do I like him also? That's Leonardo DiCaprio's yeah. character, and and but that's that's a sign of of I don't know if it's a good film, but certainly uh-huh. a, a, a film worth discussing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, plus that's kind of what he does best, anyways. Like almost all of his movies, if not all of them, outside of maybe Kill Bills, like the lead characters are kind of they're not good people. Mm-hmm. So it's almost sort of the point in a way, mm-hmm. like. We we can't be expect. We, I mean, we can like them to a degree. But we can't expect them to not have controversial opinions. They're, they're like, going to be yeah. flawed. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, Pulp Fiction, for as amazing as it is, and as fun as it is to watch Sam Jackson and John Travolta. I mean, they're hitmen. Or, yeah. you know, like they're not good dudes. You know, um, or Reservoir Dogs. Obviously, they're mm-hmm. all kind of despicable. Like that's sort of his thing in a sense. But um, I don't know. Interesting figure. A lot of feet. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 the, yeah. the feet showed up earlier than I thought they were going yeah, to, and they were one. very prominent. A lot of people were in sandals in this one. Yeah, <laughs> well, Mar- Margot Robbie walks into a theater in tall white boots and still ends up barefoot yeah. <laughs> watching the movie. <laughs> but uh, uh, I thought that was yeah. I'm anxious to see it. I it, can't. It's wait. great. It really yeah, is. It's 
don't let my not being gaga over it uh, change your opinion. Well, especially having no. such high expectations, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. I am curious to hear what you think after a second viewing, sure. different expectations and yeah. stuff. But um, hopefully, it's not his last movie. I mean, you know, he's made such great stuff. I don't yeah, we'll really see. know if I want he, this to be the one he goes out on. He is a he's a great marketer because mm-hmm. with yeah. Hateful Eight, it was. My screenplay leaked, and I'm not going to do this movie. Yeah. Like, you don't get my movie, uh, uh, Society. Mm-hmm. And he still did it. And with this, it's like, I'm retiring. Like, uh-huh. you're not going to get much more out yeah. of me. And, and I mean, he's everywhere. 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 Is this it? It's, it's a question every yeah. week. I know it's, he's it's not done. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I don't think he's done. Mm-hmm. I think 10. At, at 10. W- it's going to be 10. At worst, like, I mean, he'll be writing stuff. I and mean, we yeah. know he's written stuff he hasn't directed before for different reasons, you know? Yeah. One thing worth mentioning before we... Uh, great dog. Great dog. Brandy, great dog. Brandy the yeah. dog yeah. in Brandy the movie. The Love Brandy. And really, just like, great performances out of everybody, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. Luke Perry shows up in a scene and is mm-hmm. great. Timothy Oliphant's great. Our buddy Scoot. Scoot, Scoot McNary. in <laughs> one scene. I was kind of bummed that was all he was in, but I love seeing him, you know? Uh, Al Pacino was good, Al Pacino which is, which is nice good. seeing him, you know, do something good again. And and honestly, I know Emil Hirsch is another controversial figure in the yeah, movie. He was fine, yeah. you know. He was, if anything, performance-wise, was probably the one weak link to me. Mm-hmm. But really, he was still good, yep. you know. Um, he's just, it's sometimes, it's, he's a, he's one of those guys that's become now, it's hard to ignore stuff. Uh, future Elvis, very creepy. as text in it, too. Austin Butler, that's Thank right. Thank you. Yeah, I could he not, was, I was like, Austin he, something. He was good. Yeah. Um, any, any of the Manson girls, Margot Qualley, you know, I like Turn the Nice Guys, which I know you guys weren't as hip to as I was, no, but, but I love But she's great in The Leftovers, too. I, I could have used less Lena Dunham, to be quite honest with you. I feel like somebody else. Oh, oh sure. she's in that. Uh, she, she's in it, too. She plays Gypsy, um, yeah. one of two head of uh-huh. the Manson girls, because Dakota Fanning plays the other one, Squeaky. Squeaky from. Um, yeah, I could have used anybody else doing it. <laughs> Lena Dunham style. Like, it's fine. It's it's, I don't have any real opinion of her because I've only seen her in This Is 40 and then now this movie. And I watched so, all of Girls, Girls yeah. the entire series. Yeah. Um, anyway. Whatever. Well, do you, anybody have screen screenets or screamets? I have two screams. Okay. You got two screams. First off is um, we had a viewer decide, or I don't know, who do you call this? <laughs> Someone tweeted me after like a week of when I had badmouthed Bohemian Rhapsody in the editing then I don't know if I told you this. No, some this. person named Lori Naylor who has a plant as their profile picture, and they have like five followers. Just calling this, you're so, really calling this person uh, out. Sorry, Chris. Lori. Sorry, Lori. Uh, but okay, cool. Get some more followers, jeez. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> she said she. I, I tweeted. I go watching Bohemian Rhapsody on TV. This is the some of the worst editing I've seen in a long time. How did it win the Oscar for editing? Ugh. She tweeted me, so I don't know how she found me. If you're so great, why are you working at a two-bit station like 30 at the spot? You win the booby prize. Hashtag no Emmy for you. <laughs> Who is this person? Wait, what it's, is a booby prize? I don't, I don't know what a booby prize is. Tweeted you personally. Personally. Not screen. No. You personally. Me Man, personally. Chris, you have made enemies. I don't know <laughs> what the deal is. I was expecting Justin to call me out on this because you love uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. But, but the editing is terrible. But I the editing is bad. And I, I just... I. I said, I go, I'm not the only one that thinks this, Lori, or whatever. And then I sent her the uh, an article from IndieWire mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. how it's like a master class in bad editing. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard from her, so whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Just, she called you out. You're calling her out here. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Let's just keep, exactly, whatever. <laughs> hey, if you don't want to be called out, then don't tweet me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the second scream it is uh, John Travolta. Oh, oh boy! Yeah. And uh, and what the, was fanatic. The, fanatic. the fanatic, directed Red. by Fred Holy Durst. Holy 
crap. Uh-huh. Like some of the worst acting I've probably ever seen. And this is from a trailer. <laughs> his hair, you pointed out his haircut. That haircut is Ugh. tough to look at. Yeah. Ugh, bad. Just if you want a good laugh, then it's it's funny watch because it doesn't look good, but it doesn't look near as bad as it could have looked, sure. honestly. But I'm not not trying to defend it's it because it doesn't look good. But. It's the same trope that we've seen in every single stalker yeah, what's, movie. What's the, so Rob, I don't what's know what, the fan is that what it's called? Robert De Niro, Wesley Snipes, and it looks like fan? it looks like misery, misery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've I've seen more stalker movies than I can I can tell you, like <laughs> Swim Fan, even yeah, like, all these movies. It's just the same formula. Well, and little Devin Sawa, all Devin Sawa's yeah. back. Yeah, I, 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 Gosh, he, I didn't even know that until give, you pointed give it him out. A comeback, yeah, yeah. Do, have you seen any of Fred Durst's other movies? I don't want to. They're they're not very. Good. I haven't. He did a football movie, right? Yeah, Ice Cube, The Long Shot, which is like it's fine. It's not that one's not like terrible by mm-hmm. any means, but I mean, but it's weird. And then his first movie was The Education of Charlie Banks, which actually Jesse Eisenberg, um, and Jason Ritter, and, and that one's kind of okay. Wow. It's mm-hmm. like it, it was just strange to be directed by Fred Durst. Fred Durst, <laughs> you know? stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep doing your lip biscuit songs. Yeah, come on. I have, but, I have a very morbid curiosity about the fanatic. Like it's gonna, I'll see it somehow. I right. don't think that I'm gonna watch it, but I'm very excited to see how it's received when it comes. <laughs> oh, out. Oh, jeez. Well, and it's not. I'm not saying that singers can't direct. Uh-huh. I actually like some of Rob Zombie's movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I can tolerate. Oh, right. Like, I know that's a. But they're in that, well, okay, not really. Fred Durst <laughs> is completely different than Rob Zombie. But in just singers who have sure. become directors, I respect Rob Zombie a million times more than Fred Durst. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess I just like Rob Zombie more than, <laughs> you know. Maybe I, he should just keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I thought I had a screen, but I don't remember, but that's fine. My screen it, though, is The Boys is on Amazon today, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited to watch it. Uh, the reviews have been good so far. I have obviously not started watching it yet, but I warned my wife that I we will be watching this soon <laughs> uh, because obviously she's going to be around um, to watch it. So, um, which her response was, well, I'll have to nap at some point. So, <laughs> so I just started not to watch, watch it. But uh, it's on Amazon. It was produced by Seth. Uh, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg. It's based. It's like a if superheroes were real, but they're terrible people, mm-hmm. you know, essentially. And it looks fun. Dennis Quaid, Meg Ryan's son. Speaking of famous actors' children, he's one of the leads in it. Oh wow, nice. He was in Logan Lucky. Uh, yeah. Who, who is he in Logan Lucky? He was one of the 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 two like Hick guys. He was oh the yeah, long yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, it looks fun. Simon Pegg is in it. Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. It looks really fun, and I'm I'm excited for it. Cool. Uh, no scream for me. A screen. I'll, I'm I'm telegraphing this one though. But uh, go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. I want to I want to. More people need to see it. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna I'm gonna blurt out. It's a like the Midsummer thing where like not enough people have seen it yet. Been, but a lot of yeah. but a lot of people will see this one. Yeah. Yes. This, yeah. So this one's a little different. It's been Poor less than twelve yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Don't dog on Ari Aster. No, I'm not. He's my no, friend. No, I meant like it's <laughs> in this day and age of Hollywood. Poor Ari Aster's movie can't yeah. be more mm-hmm. successful than it is. You know, but, that's that's Indies, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's true. Well, I won't be here the next two weeks. So there's my scream it. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> I, a uh, that's a screen it for me. That's yeah. positive. We should have done a whole episode a whole episode on babies and movies. Oh yeah. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Look who's talking. Yeah. That's the John Travolta. Speaking of John man. Travolta, yeah, there, you, there go. you go. It's all coming <laughs> together now. <laughs> uh, anyways, I guess that's it. Sorry that there was Sarah, no Sarah this week. Sorry, Sarah. Yeah. yeah. But thank you guys. Thank you. She will return. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks everybody for listening. Yeah.